This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everybody, welcome to Resting Bitch Face. I am your host, Melinda. And I'm Julie. And we are here to have a very special episode. I am so excited about this. I had so much nostalgia when we were talking about this. So, so it's <laughs> going to be fun. Jinx. <laughs> so basically, we decided we were going to recap some of our favorite old shows, including the quintessential 90s concept of a very special episode where they teach us a valuable life lesson so look forward to hearing about our thoughts on the full house episode where dj is on on a crash diet we're gonna talk (laughs) about sean of boy meets world joining a cult yes of course necessary what else are we gonna talk about julie um oh when um jesse on saved by the bell gets hooked on caffeine pills and and I'm many so many excited. more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for real. It's so gonna excited. be fun. It's gonna be so fun. I loved yeah. watching Boy Meets World again. That was always one of my favorite shows growing up, and I used to watch it when they would play reruns. And now it's on Disney Plus, so I'm I gonna know, go it's back. A beautiful thing through the whole thing, and I have many thoughts about Boy Meets World. I could do an entire hour on the inconsistencies of Boy Meets World. Oh, God, I love it, though. It's such a great show. Like, So our original idea was to do the after-school special episodes, which we are going to be doing those. But then we kind of spun off because it's October, and we decided to do the absolutely amazing, and honestly, it doesn't hold up. No, <laughs> it, no was it does so not. It was so cheesy. But we're going to be... Today we're recapping the Boy Meets World Halloween special that's kind of like... Um, I mean, it's kind of like a slasher flick, really. It's a, yeah, it's like a play on, uh, all the classics, like Scream and, uh, God, now, of course, I started to open my big mouth. Oh, I know what you did last summer. Thank you. I mean, there's even some South Park in there. Some South Park Yeah, there was a couple South Park references just to mix things up. Yeah, you know what? I have a million questions about this episode, and I took a ridiculous amount of notes for a 20-minute episode, so let's get into let's it. Let's do this. I feel like our recap is going to be twice as long as the episode was. but I'm sure it um, is. Yeah, so this is the Halloween special. It's in season five of Boy Meets World, and it's called And Then There Was Sean. So basically, they're, like, giving shit away from the very beginning. Um, but... Sorry, let me close out of all my windows because I keep hearing things go off here. <laughs> ding, ding. I thought I had them all closed, but I have like seventy-five windows open here. No, I'm glad you remembered um, me, so I could put my phone yeah. on silent. <laughs> so yeah, so it's and then there was Sean, and basically we start out the episode. The kids are in the classroom. My first question was: This is the tiniest classroom I've ever seen. There's, like, eight desks in the classroom. It's like a janitor's closet. 
I know it's so small and I don't remember everything looking so small, but when you're younger, like you don't know what high school looks like. So, um, I, when I hear the opening song to Boy Meets World, it does something to me. When it's like, Boy Meets World. Uh, it is so nostalgic. It makes me feel good. It takes me right back to, um, what did they used to call TGIF. it? TGIF. Yes, TGIF. It takes me right back to Sabrina the Teenage Witch and Boy Meets World. And what else was on TGIF? I was just about to Google it. Those were my two favorite shows. They used to have this show called Teen Angel was on there. Um, very short-lived. It was a weird one. And, God, I'm Friday trying to remember, nights, like, what uh, year season five came out. This episode came out in 1998, I believe. Family Matters was still on TGIF. Okay. Yep. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. I love that show. No one ever remembers that one. I didn't like it that much. Teen Angel only Aww. lasted a year. Yeah, Teen Angel. I always remember that one, but it was not on for very long. No. There was a step-by-step. Yes, of course. Step-by-step. Man, you know what Mr. Friday Belvedere. Nights... Oh, Mr. Belvedere. Oh, and Friday Dinosaurs nights, back in the day. Yeah. There was... Oh, God, of course. Um, there was only one place to be on a Friday night, and that was sitting your ass in front of your TV. You could not miss a minute. And this episode in particular, they were advertising for it for forever, and it was so exciting. I literally remember <laughs> going to school that day and, like, talking to my brother about watching this episode that night. And usually we had pizza on Friday nights. So, like, I remember I sat to the left of the playroom TV with my pajamas and my plate of square Domino's thin crust pizza. That's so cute. Like I can, I, I can see it. it clear as day. Yeah. There was such a lead up to this episode and you know what? This was right after Scream had come out and I know what you did last summer was out. And like, that was this time. Uh, it was just such an exciting, it was such an exciting episode. And then in watching it, I just watched it tonight and I was like, wow, this is so cheesy. It all happened so fast. But I remember being very so impressed by yeah. the episode. Yeah, it was like, it was actually scary. Yeah. It's so funny because my kid would, if I sat her down to watch this, because I was, how old was I in 98? I was 10. Vanessa is 12. She's almost 13. If I sat her down to watch this, she would laugh me out of the room. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, kids are definitely, definitely different these days. But this episode was awesome and horrible all at the same time. <laughs> um, so let's get into it. Basically, it starts in their tiny little classroom. Um, I didn't realize that this was the same episode with the pencil argument. So <laughs> the kid next to Topanga, his name is Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> yes. He asked for a pencil. He asked Topanga for a pencil. And Sean freaks out. He is like, they're not even divorced yet, Kenny. And my first thing was like, they were married in high school. I thought they got married in They were not actually college. married. <laughs> Okay, so that was just a joke. Yeah. Gotcha. But it was like, I'm it like, was just so well known that they were like a couple forever. Right. That even like Mr. Turner was like the the newlyweds over there or the, you know, like in other episodes. Because I went yeah, back and okay. watched 
some other episodes after that, and it's just like everybody just refers to them as married. Right. Okay. So but this yeah, was right after they broke they up. Little, yep, they had broken up. So yeah. So he he said they're not even divorced yet, and I'm thinking, wait, I remember them getting married in college and living in that shitty apartment. And, like, all of that happening. But, okay. So, that was a joke. So, he yells at Kenny. They're not even divorced yet. Mr. Feeney separates Corey. He puts on him on one side of the room to ping on the other side of the room. And even still, on the other sides of the room, they're about ten feet from each other. <laughs> right. Uh, but that's... And they're, they're acting the mature about it. They're just like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, Sean, yep. calm down. <laughs> Sean is being the crazy one. Uh, Mr. Feeney threatens the class with detention if there's another outburst. And then in comes the creepy janitor, Freddie, who's, like, super pale and is, like, a creepy older guy. And he comes in, and I guess that's the reason that Mr. Feeney puts the whole class in detention, because the janitor comes in. I'm like, that's not fair. I think something... That wasn't even their fault. Some other, like, little quip happened, but all I could think about was his squeaky-ass trash can. Oh, it was driving you crazy, right? It that was making me crazy. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, he comes in and he just, like, points at Mr. Feeney or something. And then he leaves the room. So, everybody's like, well, that was weird. Um, And so, all of a sudden, everybody's in detention. And it's so funny because I'm like, okay, Mr. Feeney tells them, you have an hour and a half in detention, don't talk, blah, 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 sit in silence. And I was like, man, that does not sound bad. That right. actually sounds great. Like I no could interruptions. I could write <laughs> in my notebook. I could read something. Get like my homework done. Something. Right. Yeah, like journal, like draw pictures, and just in silence. It actually sounded great. I would go to detention, detention right now. <laughs> I know. Send me to detention. I will go right now. Uh, make it two hours. Uh, that's fine. Sign me up. So. I'm good. I know. And it's so funny because, like, as a kid, you're like, wow, that sounds horrible. After school detention. Uh, No, I can go to detention right now. That'd be awesome. Um, So Mr. Feeney's leaving the room, but he tells them, like, don't think that because I'm not here that I'm not watching you. And Kenny makes a funny little thing. He's like, all I wanted was a pencil. I thought that was kind of funny. They're like, shut up, Kenny. He wanted her big pencil, though. First of all, why does this bitch have a big pencil? But she's writing with, like, a little pencil. Like, where did this pencil come from? I didn't see the big pencil. It was on her desk. Oh, I did. I missed that. Girl, I, like, literally listened to this episode while I was driving home. And you still saw And I still noticed that. (laughs) Okay, it must have been a really big pencil. It must have been the pencil. It was, like, one of those, like, giant pencils that you get, like, as a prize or something. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. The kind that you have to, like have a special pencil pencil sharpener i can't say it (laughs) it's like the pencil that you would get if you read 10 books during the readathon and you got that coupon to go to chuck e cheese pizza hut girl or pizza hut yeah i'm I'm picturing like you go to chuck e cheese and you get tickets and then you get a pencil oh i don't know i never went to chuck e cheese as a child the first time i ever went to chuck e cheese i was an adult (laughs) they didn't have one near me i lived in a really small town we had a Pistol Pete's, and inside of our Pistol Pete's, we had, like, a little mini roller coaster and, like, a couple little rides. Oh, wow. That sounds fun. Inside. I know. It was so fancy. Um, but 
good times all around. So yeah, all he wanted was a pencil. So Sean says he's going to leave the room to get cheese out of his locker. Okay, that's his fucking cheese disgusting. product. Cheese product. She like you've got a warm cheese product in your locker at the end of the day after school. Oh, I'm sure it was like spray cheese. Oh, I didn't think about that. I was thinking like a string cheese. Do you remember those little um, containers with, like, the little uh, breadsticks? And then it came with, like, a little red plastic thing. Yeah, Vanessa still likes those. Oh, that's so gross. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, it's not at all cheese or any type of That's not cheese. I also don't consider Velveeta cheese, so... Uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to argue with you on that. It's, uh, Velveeta cheese is not good. I've tried to make, like, a cheese dip out of Velveeta, and it's just not good. My husband it just isn't. loves Velveeta. But That's if gross. you can get a white you queso one. for divorce. A curl. <laughs> the things he eats <laughs> is disgusting. <laughs> Ew. But, uh, yeah, so like, there's a white one, though, that you can make queso out of, and it's actually decent. I think I tried to make queso out of the yellow one before. Like, I had a recipe. It was disgusting. My mom used to um, make it the yellow and then a can of Rotel and ground beef. She called it the ever-appetizing baby barf. Ew. And she'd keep it in a crock pot. Mom. I know. Okay, here's the easiest cheese dip that is so fucking delicious. If you like a little spice, I get that that jar of um, tote. Is it Tostitos? Tostitos? The Tostitos queso. Dump that into the pot. And then a can of Rotel with habaneros. And dump that into the pot. Stir it all up. Get it super hot. It is the best queso. It's so easy. It's so yummy. But yeah, I think that would be really good with meat too. I make the best cheese dip ever, but it's entirely different. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, it's no, so I'm good. a I'm a corner cutter. I don't like to make things from scratch. No, I mean, it's definitely not from scratch. It's literally like oh. one container of sour cream, one block of cream cheese, a couple of handfuls mm. of cheddar and Mexican, some hot sauce, a can of bean dip. Like you literally just dump it, mix it all together, yeah. and then top it with cheese and bake it. We call it cheese crack. It's so good. God, that sounds good. Last night I made nachos for dinner, oh, and it was good. just like... Why are nachos so fucking good? It's just chips and and refried beans, which, of course, you have to put some milk and some cheese in your refried beans. Like, make a little bit, like, thinner. Make it appetizing. And then <laughs> your meat. And then I put serrano peppers on mine. Mm, so good. Fancy. And some cheese. Oh, my God. It was so good. But I'm like, yes. Dude, I'm so already so, bad. so hungry. And I was having a shitty day. And then I got myself a chicken bacon ranch flatbread from Walmart, which is not even that good, but it sounded good at the time. And then I baked it with the cardboard under it. So I ruined it. Oh, no. So I did not have oh. dinner. I know I have to make dinner after this. I'm going to do like a Kung Pao shrimp Ooh, fancy. and maybe like a fried rice. It's not that fancy. I have a jar of the Kung Pao sauce. Oh, the- well, there you go. Panda Express. I'm just going to dump it on some shrimp and, and, hope for and do some rice in my instant pot or something and maybe some broccoli. But yeah, that's how I roll. I just kind of throw shit together when I get hungry. Hey, that's how um, it works. Yeah, it's the best way to do it. So I don't know. Oh, okay. Cheese product out of his locker. That's how we got yep. there. Yep. Um, we see. Oh, so that he goes to go out into the hallway. The door is locked. This is a fire hazard, first of all. You can't just lock children in a classroom. That was my first thought. <laughs> and then we see Creepy Freddy again lurking in the hallway, all pale and scary looking with his squeaky 
thing, this squeaky bin. Trash can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sean is asking him if he has the key. He holds up this key ring with like a bajillion keys on it. I'm like, I don't know where this tiny little school for ants would have that many <laughs> keys. But it's like it's like a, a prison guard's key ring from like the Green Mile or something. <laughs> it's crazy. So he holds it up and teases them with it. And then the map over the chalkboard comes up. And I forgot about this. Remember the map that just pulls down yes. over the chalkboard? Yes, I do. Like, oh where I always God. wonder, like, where do these come from? Yeah. So that, it just, like, retracts up. And underneath on the chalkboard, it says, no one gets out alive. And it looks like it's written in blood. My first um, uh, response when they saw that is, you damn right, son. <laughs> no one gets out right. alive. I mean, yeah, it's true. I mean, very true. Um, Sean says Feeney must have done it to scare them, that this is classic horror stuff, and Kenny's going to be the first victim because, like, duh, it couldn't be any of the rest of them. And then they all laugh, which is kind of sick. But oh, I thought it was funny. Um, Because it's like, it's like breaking the fourth wall. Well, it's like, yeah, none of us can die. We're the main characters. It's going to be this random guy that just showed up to ask for a pencil. Kenny. So, Kenny. Oh, Kenny. So, um, there's banging on the door and all of a sudden the shade is pulled down. I don't remember them pulling down that shade over the window. I mean, it also seems like a classroom shouldn't have a shade over the window. I might be uncomfortable with that. Why? Because I think you should be able to look into the classroom. Well, who knows? Now this. Why? Knows what's happening with the locked door? Why and should you be able down? to look into a classroom? <laughs> because for safety purposes. What if they're on the second floor? They're on the second floor. Well, yeah, but the so it's the sh- it's not the shade over the window to the outside. It's the shade over the window to the hallway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I think they probably do that. Like, they have that during tests. So you can't cheat. Okay, some, I, I can see that. Okay, so now it's pulled down. And I don't remember it being them pulling it down, but it is now. And um, so there's banging on the door. They're all kind of looking at the door like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen And then Jack and Eric burst through the door and Angela screams through this entire episode, which like drives me. It got really annoying really fast. Supposed to be funny, I guess. And as a 12 year old or 10 year old, it probably was really funny. Um, But yeah, so she's screaming and they're like, oh, we just wanted to come play basketball at our old high school. And like, does that happen? I don't know, but I would be concerned if, I mean, I guess like. I don't know. In a small town, maybe there's not a rec center or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that people would use the like soccer fields and stuff during the summer, but like, no, it's weird that a bunch of college guys are coming to like scam on some high school girls. Yeah, it is kind of weird, but they're like, oh, we figured we'd come play some basketball. And Jack says that the janitor is creepy. And oh my, first of all, Jack is so Matthew. Motherfucking Lawrence. So, so hot. So, I, you know what? I want to know what he looks like now. I'm gonna look Still hot. 
still hot. Mm-hmm. So I know Joey Lawrence was like hot forever. I never and... found him to be attractive. No, but he did this show with um, Melissa Joan Hart, and what was it called? I have no idea. What what was that? It was for se- on for seasons, and I felt like it was so underrated, and it was so funny. I'll have to look it up. Um, but yeah, Matthew okay. Lawrence is married to Cheryl Burke from Dancing with the Stars. Really? Yeah. See, yeah, he's still hot. How old is he now? He's 40. Oh my god, I feel so old. And they just got married last year. Yeah, but they dated for a while. Because I remember, like, oh. seeing something on BuzzFeed a few years ago. And it was like, hey, remember Matthew Lawrence? He's dating Cheryl Burke. Well, and Andrew Oh, Lawrence it was called Melissa and Joey. One. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Yes, it was called <laughs> Melissa and Joey. I'm sorry. I forgot that about that. Is... Yeah, where they Have had, like, nieces it? and nephews or something like that. Like, yeah, because yes. then they ended up, like, scamming a movie uh, with uh, Catherine Heigl and What's-His-Face. Okay, that movie, or that show was so funny. I thoroughly, I've seen every episode. I kind of, it was one of those things where it's like nothing else is on Netflix, so you just start it. I was like, this is a great show. Why has no one ever really talked about this show? That is how I watched uh, that show with Taj Maori in it. Smart guy? No, 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 no. Baby daddy. He's a smart. Oh, I love that show. I watched it on Hulu or Netflix, like, when Charlotte oh, was born. Oh, Baby Daddy is a great show. It was show. funny, and it got, like, yes. ruined at the end. I was bummed. Yeah, the end of it was awful, but the, it was a great show, and Melissa Peterman, she's so great. You know what? I just heard a... I was listening to a podcast, and I just heard an ad that Reba and Melissa Peterman have their own podcast now no that's awesome and i'm like oh i bet that's a great show so i need to listen to that um but they had really cute chemistry on reba so they did i bet that's really good that show was funny yeah so um anyway so let's see we've made it through the first three minutes of the show Uh, okay. So Jack says the janitor's creepy, is emptying trash cans. Topanga said, well, that's not that creepy. It's pretty normal. And then Eric is like, oh, there was blood coming out of the showers. Well, yeah, that's kind of weird. First of all, why are you showering there? Now things just got even weirder. Like, not only are you in your 20s showing up to your old high school to play basketball, but now you're showering there, too. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. So there's blood coming out of the showers. Sean says that Feeney is a diabolical master villain and that it's sad that Kenny is going to have to be the one, the first one to die. And Kenny is like, man, why do you keep saying that? And he says, if he wants to borrow a pencil from Topanga, he will. And there's nothing they can do about it. And then suddenly you see like a gloved hand come into the door and switch off the light. Angela starts screaming, points over to Kenny, who has the biggest pencil I've ever seen (laughs) sticking straight through his forehead. That is what my note says. So that's where the big pencil came in. Yeah. There you go. I just got annoyed at how long Sean stared at Angela pointing at him before asking her, what? What? I'm like, (laughs) follow her finger, you dumbass. Like, (laughs) and then Corey's like, like, well. That's like when I'm like pointing to something and i'm like will you pick that up and she's like what? pick what up what mm-hmm. like the Ugh. fucking thing i'm pointing at you genius I hate it. like 
Ugh. So he's basically like our children. Sean's like our children. Um, so I did think it was kind of funny because Kenny slides down the wall to the ground and he leaves this pencil mark on the wall be- behind him. Yeah. And, and then Corey, Corey walks over <laughs> and he go he points to the line on the wall and he says, we will always remember that he was the, that tall. I, I like cackled. I know it's like not even that funny, but I cackled. I thought it was funny. I like subtle humor like that where it's not supposed to be a big joke. Yeah. Um, it's not so like a bit of... I, I think he did really good with that. And then Eric yells. See, that's... And here's here's a good contrast. You know, Corey's, Corey's um, line about knowing that he was that tall. Then Eric yells, they killed Kenny. And they all run screaming out of the classroom. That I didn't think was as funny as Corey's pencil remark. It wasn't. It was a cheap shot. But for kids our age, we probably thought that was hilarious. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So they run into the hallway, and every every time we see another part of this school, I'm just, like, picturing Zoolander going, like, (laughs) what is this? A school for ants? Like, (laughs) it's the smallest school set I've ever seen. Um, it looks like the entire school could be, like, my living room. Uh, it's just so funny to me. So they run into the hallway and there's this song playing and it says, um, oh, the lights are flickering, the song is playing, it says, welcome to John Adams High where you're all gonna die. Clever. Okay. It's like, but it's like a weird, like, 50s jolly tune. Yeah, I actually did like that part. Uh, I liked how they made the music like that. Yeah. So I am always, like, deeply affected by a movie's soundtrack. Like, I, it okay. could be a terrible movie, but, like, if the soundtrack is great, like, it'll save it. it to me, the soundtrack uh, in the movie Hereditary, like, makes that entire movie. Like, every okay. sound is so deliberate. But. I could do a whole episode on Hereditary. We should. I was going to suggest that, actually. But the but I th- hated it. You did. I so I okay. No Last no no. Save it on the left. Save it. Went on and on about how it was the scariest, best scary movie in forever. Julie, can it? Let's talk about it on another episode. Okay. All I was really getting at here was in the movie Insidious <laughs> Two. <laughs> they play this like old school song called "Tiptoe Through the Tulips." Yes, that song is so creepy. And when I worked at a nursing home, um, as the activities director, we would have a guy come in and play music from, like, those generations, and he would always play Tiptoe Through the Tulips, and I would have to, like, leave the building. <laughs> yeah, that, and that song, song is, so, is creepy. so creepy to me. <laughs> yes, it is. We, um, I'm going to make a note right now, and we will put a link to that song <sighs> on our social media accounts so you guys can li- it is the creepiest it's the creepiest song freaking song yeah and i think the person that sang it also was very creepy wasn't it isn't it like tiny tim or something yes. yeah very creepy <laughs> all right yeah anywho um okay yeah so they're playing that song and the lights are flickering and then um feeny is standing in the hallway looking straight forward Corey compliments him on what a great job he's doing and Sean's like, what were you trying to teach us? You know, you must have been trying to teach us something. So then he pats him on the back 
And Feeney falls straight forward and reveals a pair of scissors in his back. And then Eric says, oh, they killed Feeney. That was hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, what I thought was interesting in this episode is Sean is kind of like the Randy from Scream. Did you see that parallel? Yeah. Well, I think he was okay. supposed to be. I think so, too, because throughout the episode, he's telling us the rules for a scary movie. So then he's t- saying that only the virgins will survive. I actually really like this. Oh, my God. I was this little clip. also dying laughing at this. <laughs> <laughs> Corey thanks Topanga for saving his life. And my note said, are we to believe they are married and still virgins? So, like, okay, they're not married, Julie. Duh. That was a a joke from the beginning. But I still wouldn't believe that after, like, ten years together since they were kids that they're, like, seniors in high school and they still haven't had sex. No, that was a major plot line. That was a major plot line in coming in like the next couple of seasons is because like she was fine with it and Corey wasn't and then Corey was like begging her and she said she would say no until they got married so crazy I need to rewatch this series at least like the middle at least I could probably skip the elementary middle school stuff and just start in the high school and go through college there's just so much good stuff um but yeah so Corey thanks Topanga for saving his life And Eric and Jack say, well, we're dead. And Sean says that he will get as sick as possible without actually dying. That was hilarious. That made me laugh out loud. Yes. Because that's another one of those things where it's like, I've done everything but. (laughs) So I'll just get really sick and like not and get really close to dying, but I won't die. That was funny. (laughs) It was very funny. And then, um, then they're like, oh, well, but Feeney died. So then the boys start chanting, go Feeney, go Feeney, at the thought of a 70-year-old man who's not a virgin. I always loved the Feeney dance. Yes, I know. And the Feeney call. The Feeney call. Feeney. <laughs> I love Mr. Feeney, and I was very jealous growing up that, like, I did not have that I know didn't we all want one interpersonal relationship with like a mentor I know I know we all wanted one um Corey says that the janitor is the killer Sean is like accusing Topanga of being the reason that people are dying because she broke up with Corey and it's like that makes no sense like okay also just stop it's Corey's fault that they broke up in the first place See, okay, why did they break up? Because I have not seen this in forever. Because Corey kissed a girl when they went on that ski trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes me mad just thinking about it. Because I'm picturing them in front of that fireplace Mm -hmm. at that ski lodge. Like, stop it. Why did you do that? We were watching um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall last night, which is a classic. I love that movie. And I know... And I was watching it, and I was like, why do men always fuck up? Like, Ryan just looks at me like, I don't know. I'm like, men just fuck up good things all the time. What is wrong with them? And that's the same thing with Corey. Although, he did only kiss her, and they've, like, again, they've been together since they were, like, in elementary school. So, I don't know. It. This is why you shouldn't fall in love with your first person. Be a whore. Slut it up. 
settle down with the guy that you can deal with for the rest of your life. There you go. Bada bing. That's my advice. That's all you need to know. Uh, so they run into the hallway again. The janitor is, his bin is in there. They heard some creaking before, then his bin is there. Corey screams because there's like 15 retainers in there. <laughs> Which is pretty disgusting. Oh, yeah. I have a retainer that I still have to wear, even though I got my braces taken off 18 years ago. And uh, retainers are disgusting. So I would probably scream, t- scream too. And then Sean pulls out the dead janitor. He's like, oh, this too. There's also this in there. And then Angela screams for like the 20th time and annoys me. I'm highly offended because I've had to wear the same retainer every single day, all day, since 2008. It is bullshit, isn't it? It's like well, they it's don't because tell mine has fake you... teeth in it. Oh, that's cool! Like a flipper, like on uh... yeah. Except for it doesn't. It still has a wire in front of it, so. Hmm. I think it's bullshit that I still have to wear my like any. If I'm not wearing my retainer, my teeth are moving, and it's ridiculous. I hate it. That's science but for ya. Is what it is. Um, so Eric says the killer is dead, so they're off the hook because he's a genius. They look behind them. No one is there. They turn around. The killer runs across the hall behind them. And then they decide that the killer must be one of them. So they all start looking at each other suspiciously. And then Topanga's like, this is crazy. It's none of us. Someone else has to be in the building and there has to be another way out. So Eric decides he's going to look for another way out. He turns and sees jennifer love hewitt now has she ever been on the show before or was that just no a it was thing? a it was a cameo because you know they were like troping all of the uh yep. the old movies and they literally call her jennifer love pfefferman <laughs> yep they yes they do they call her jennifer love pfefferman this is a direct correlation to i know what you did last summer that was really big at that time and Eric says she must be the killer, but he still makes out with her because she's he super He literally pretty. just walked up to her, said, yeah, I don't right. know like, you, that would ever and started making out with her. And I'm like, that's yeah. assault, brother. Like, oh, yeah. And she's wearing such a 90s outfit. It's like a long black skirt, probably like past her knees, I think. Probably. Oh, yeah. And then like a little cami with like a little cardigan on top. She just looks like she walked straight out of She's All That and, like, was a popular <laughs> girl or something. You're right. It's so 90s, and it's like, I swear to God, I say this all the time, the 90s were the last amazing decade, in my opinion. For sure. Like, the 90s were fantastic. I wonder if I, I wonder if everyone feels that way about their, like, childhood or teenage decade. Oh, I'm sure. I'm really excited for my so 30th birthday party because we're having an we're having a 90s party. I went You're and got so young. Oh my god, I'm like two years You're younger than you. Shut up. <laughs> okay, I feel so old though. <sighs> I can't even remember how old I am half the time. I have to think about it. Do the math. It's weird. After you turn 30, you don't know how old you are. Dude, anymore. I don't know how old I am. I now. wish I could go to your party. I'm so sad. Me too. It would be fun. But so, yeah, they make out. Then they get a phone call. Jack answers the phone, and you hear the scream voice asking if he likes scary movies and what his favorite scary movie is. So then Jack says 
He likes the one with the hottie hot hot from Party of Five. Which Jennifer Love Hewitt starred in. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. With Nev Campbell. They were both in that show, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she goes, oh, Nev Campbell? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) Duh. He's like, duh. It's kind of funny that they both were in that show together. And then both of them went to star in one of the, in like two of the biggest horror movies of the time. They were it girls of the 90s. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Along with, you know, Drew Barrymore so, and Sarah Michelle Gellar. All the three three uh, named girls were popular in the 90s. Right. But Nev Campbell and Jennifer Love Hewitt, those were the scream queens yes. of the late 90s, for sure. So, um, Corey says the phone can help them, and Eric is like, yeah, great idea, because when they find the killer, they can hit him with the phone. Again, this is a pay phone in the middle of the hallway, which it does not get any more 90s than that. Sometimes you forget what pay phones look like. Um, and he, he like yanks the phone off the line and then it rings again and he answers it, even though it's like completely disconnected from the base uh, itself. It's just like the receiver with the line hanging. Um, and then he's like, oh, the, gr- the killer just wants you as- us to wait here so he can come and kill us. Oh, good. And then they, and then they all, all run. run into their library, which, again, has got, like, two bookcases in it. I know. It was a really small library. I know. Um, Sean, a.k.a. Randy, says it goes against his instincts, but they should split up in this teeny tiny little library. And then Corey and Jennifer Love Hewitt are talking, and she's like, we're going to get out of this. And she kisses him, like, on the cheek. And Topanga's, like, lurking around in the background, which I thought that was really funny. It was really funny. Like, she's got her eyes on her. She's like, don't touch my man. I know he's not my man, but he's my man. So then the killer pushes. You see a bunch of books come from the top shelf on top of Jennifer Love Hewitt. And, like, instead of stepping, like, one step to the side, she just looks up at it and screams. And then the next scene you see, she's, like, lying on the floor with, like, five books on top of her. And, of course, she's dying. Like yes. the, the five books that fell on top of her were enough to kill her. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, so Eric runs to save her. She's like, it's too late. But she tells him that she thinks she knows who the killer is because she caught a glimpse of him. And then Eric is telling her, save your breath. But she's like, no, dude, I'm dying. I need should tell you who it is. Just before she tells him, more books fall on top of them from the same exact location. I don't know if he, like, grabbed another stack of books and put them up onto that shelf to push them <laughs> I over. think he probably just moved them over. But, like, exact same location comes, like, six more books. And then, like, they're both dying. And, like, Jack runs up. They've just decided that these people that have had, like, a combined amount of, like, 12 books fall on top of them, they must both be dead. We're not going to check for their vitals. We're not going to, like, try to move the book off and say, Eric, are you okay? It is, like, an understood rule that both of these people have, are deceased. They have perished. They have perished. And Jack freaks out. He's like, oh, no, he pays half the rent. I can't afford to live in my apartment anymore. And he's like, I don't want to live anymore. Because, of course, like, if you can't stay in your apartment, what is, like, life is over. the point of life? 
yeah, like, what is life? Just go kill yourself. So he runs out to the ledge and he's going to jump. But Angela reminds him, like, you still have Sean. Sean is still your roommate. He can, you guys can cover the rent together. Oh, no. You did not say that nearly as dramatic as she did. Okay, you do it. Do it. Sean is your roommate. You can still make the rent. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Bravo. You think that's worth it an was Oscar very or dramatic. not? Oh, she was very dramatic throughout this. I think she had too much fun in this episode. Um, so then they want to go back in, but the killer pushes them off the ledge and they fall to their death. Wah, wah, wah. And then Topanga and Corey and Sean confront the killer in his mask and his robe. He puts Topanga and Corey's hands in each other's hands, like laces their fingers together. And then when Sean takes off the mask, he reveals the killer. And the killer is? Sean. Just like the fucking title of the episode told us. Yeah, but they didn't tell us the title of the episode like before the episode. Yes, back in the day, you would have your TV guide. Oh, yeah, if you your, had your TV guide. Your, yes, you'd have your... Not aura. everybody got the TV guide. <clears throat> no, but there was the TV guide channel. Yeah, but the TV remember guide the channel TV guide didn't channel? always tell you the title. Especially for a 30-minute oh, show. I always remember it. I always remember it having... Oh, no, you're right. You're right. I know. You know, the worst thing about the TV guide was that... If you looked away for one second... You missed whatever you you were looking for. (laughs) You missed whatever was on Nickelodeon at 5.45 p.m. beginning. Some of them had weird times that they would begin. If you miss what was on Nickelodeon at that time, you are SOL. Because you're going to have to sit there and watch slow as fuck TV Guide scrolling through the next... 400 channels or whatever if you were broke like we didn't have that many channels but you still had to wait a good five minutes oh yeah yeah you would it sucked i do not miss that shit i don't either um that's one thing from the 90s that i don't miss but yeah it's sean and then everyone is shocked uh cory uh suddenly wakes sean up and sean of course has been having a dream he fell asleep in detention um, Sean gets up and tells Mr. Feeney, like, it's all right. You can let everybody go. It's my fault that they're all in here. It's kind of funny that he's like, telling he's like giving him permission. Yeah. <laughs> I give you permission, no, okay. Mr. Feeney. Thanks. Yeah. It's all right, Mr. Feeney. You can let them go. Um, and then he's saying like, Corey and Topanga aren't together anymore. He's been taking it really hard. He's sorry he disrupted the class. And that now that they're not together anymore, he feels like there's nothing else he can depend on. And it makes him upset that there's nothing he can do about it. And I'm just like, you are entirely too involved and invested in this high school relationship between your two friends. It's too much. If them breaking up has you at a point where you feel like you have lost all control of your life... I mean, and I kind of get it in Sean's case because he already doesn't anymore. have, like, a family. <laughs> like, no, but he has his brother that he just yeah. met. He's been best friends with Corey since they were kids. Like, everyone surrounding him, with the exception of Kenny, has been around for 10 years. And he's got Corey's family and he's got Mr. Turner. And, like, 
if you feel like this your friend's high school relationship breaking up like please there's no point to life please remember though please remember mr turner has disappeared after was that after his motorcycle accident? he 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 had his motorcycle accident at the end of season four did he die he didn't die he like didn't die but then he just disappeared off the face of the show never to be spoken of again I wonder why he left the show. I don't know. It's a mystery for the ages. Maybe he got like a really good gig, what he thought was like a really good gig somewhere else. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to have to Google it. I want to know. Yeah, because they never talked about him again. Yeah. No. He just disappeared. He just disappeared entirely. (sighs) Corey tells Sean it's not his fault that they broke up. This is almost like mom and dad explaining to their child. That, like, it's not your fault that mommy and daddy are getting a divorce. We still love you. And we're, you know, still going to be a family. Um, Feeney lets the classroom go. And then you see the killer sneaking out from behind what I think is, like, a computer desk. Something. Some weird computer, like, cutout thing. Um, Then he runs out. And... Half the time in this episode, I just kept looking at Topanga like, wow, she has great fucking hair. She does have great hair. She had that, like, the Topanga. It was kind of like when Jen Aniston had the Rachel, but it was, like, full and layered and highlighted and fluffy and pretty. I was like, man, she has great hair. She had, like, the thickest hair I'd ever seen in my life. And then, in contrast, Jennifer Love Hewitt... Because back in this time, you didn't have everybody with 10 pounds of extensions in their hair, like, looking like Darcy and Stacey walking around. Like, (laughs) excuse me. Jennifer Love Hewitt, her hair looked, like, fine and little and, like... Thin, yeah. Yeah, thin and fine. It was, like, complete opposite of Topanga's hair. But it's, like, at the same time, it's, like, okay, but that's Jennifer Love Hewitt's real hair. Yeah, for sure. She wasn't wearing, like, clip-in extensions. But anyways, that was the episode. How did you feel watching this while you're watching it? And then what did you think about it afterwards? I felt extremely old. Me too. But, uh... Me too. I mean, like, I felt really nostalgic. Because, like, I just remember watching these shows with my brother and... It just, like, went down a little memory lane, and then I was like, man, we should do an entire episode about all the inconsistencies, like I said earlier. Uh, What kind of inconsistencies did you notice? Like, I mean, just overall with the entire series, like how Eric started out perfectly intelligent and then somehow, like, devolved into, like, a blithering idiot. idiot. Yeah. Uh, Like... Their sister Morgan would just like randomly disappear for like long stretches of time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, I forgot. You yeah. know the, the Mr. Turner thing. It just uh, and then the biggest one to me that is super irritating is that like when we start the show, Corey and Topanga do not like speak to each other. Like they think they're super weird, and and she or Corey thinks she's super weird, and she is extremely like hippie, ethereal, whatever. And then like all of a sudden they're like normal and together and then they say they've been together since they were babies and i'm like okay but 
you were not like even not friends really. <laughs> for like two seasons. So. We should do an episode all about it. it yeah, it bugs me. We should. We should. It is such a great show, though. It it does make you feel good. It reminds you of that age and of how innocent things were. Like if if they were to make like a Halloween special now for kids that age, oh god, there would probably be like a sex scene and like blood everywhere which is funny there was not like an ounce of blood in any of these deaths um no even this the head stabbing such <laughs> it was su- even with with feeny with the scissors yeah. in his back there's nothing it, it was just such an innocent time yeah it was innocent it was fun it was all we were talking about for like the week leading up to this episode coming out and it just it does feel good to watch stuff like spoilers this. weren't a thing then. Yeah, you couldn't find out a spoiler because nobody, nobody had seen, seen it in the episode. And even if they had, where were you going to find this spoiler? Were you going to wait forty-seven minutes for one page to load on AngelFire.net <laughs> right. to read about it because somebody in Japan already saw it? Like it yeah, didn't exist. We didn't even have the desire fun. to spoil no. things back then. It was such fun. I want to go back to the 90s. I miss that shit. I miss that. But yeah, so I definitely think, I mean, just the fun, the nostalgia. We're so looking forward to recapping some other shows. Maybe we could do like another, we could should find like a really good Halloween special for another show. Ooh, there's several good Halloween specials for Sabrina. Including one with the Backstreet say, I Boys. Bet there's a lot of good ones. Oh God. Okay, that's it, right? Yeah. That has to be it. Okay. Yeah. So let's do that one. You want to do that one next week? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll do like a Halloween special each week up to Halloween. Definitely. Awesome. And then, uh, you guys, we're also going to be doing the weekly bitch fit. That's going to come later this week on Friday. Uh, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Just look up Resting Bitch Face Podcast or Resting Bitch Pod. There is another podcast called Resting Bitch, but you're no, you're going to know that's not us. We are the bright pink and white icon. You'll be able to find us. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you like check us. The, please, yeah. If you don't, please uh, check don't. Check the show notes. Exactly, exactly. Uh, check the show notes for all the links that you guys are going to need. And make sure you tune in on Friday for your weekly bitch fit. You got anything else? Nope. I think we're good. I'm excited for our bitch fit. Yes. I have a lot to bitch about. I'm sure you do too. So make sure you guys check that out on Friday. And we will talk to you later. Later, bitches. Bye.